This is the Light Goddess Podcast, and I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. If you are here, it means that you are on the sacred feminine journey. You are wildcrafting seven figures, and come hell or high water, you will root the divine feminine and more love into this world. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I'm Jude Hotep, celebrating my 201th episode today. I'm so excited to celebrate this with you. This episode is called The Witness. We are going to get into a powerful episode about emotions. First, I want to let you know that I coach women on financial healing and restoring self-worth through the Divine Feminine. Light Goddess is my one-to-one coaching program where we work together where you overcome distorted money beliefs and restore your innate self-worth, reconnecting to your divine feminine truth and intuition. Running business on intuition is amazing. It's magical. It's enchanting. You can go to lifecoachjude.com and get into a sacred call with me, book a goddess consult, and we will talk. So let's get into this episode. I'm so excited for the 201th episode. (laughs) We often think that people are questioning us if they are questioning our thinking. So in coaching, that's what we do, right? So, you know, we're questioning the mind, we're questioning our thinking. And people get defensive and upset because they're identified with their thoughts. They feel the thoughts as themselves. We all all do this instead of themselves as the one who watches the thoughts. So yesterday on yesterday's episode called The Watcher, we talked about becoming the watcher of our thoughts, that we often are deep into our thinking, doing mindset work, that we have to remember to pull back out and become the watcher so that we can stop identifying so much with our thoughts and let them lose the gravity and the intensity and the frequency that they have in the negative. When we are identified with our thoughts, we feel our thoughts as ourself instead of ourself as the one who watches the thoughts. This is why we put our thoughts on paper. Journaling for inspiration and creativity is its amazing. It's beautiful. But in mindset work, we are getting the thinkingness off our brain so we can have greater clarity for our divine feminine channel and can receive our natural flow of creation. Divine Feminine, she receives and allows. She embraces, she knows. She uses her will in the direction of her divine flow received. Another reason we do our mind download and mindset work is to cultivate the watcher where we release reacting to our thoughts. So that's what we are doing is we are working to not react to our thoughts, the defensiveness, the embarrassment to our own thinking, the repulsion of what comes up we have to realize that our thoughts are unintentional they're not us they exist on the etheric plane they thoughts are things they they exist they continue to exist when we're gone they were here before we got here and when you begin to separate yourself from the thoughts and and start to really look and understand yourself as the person who is aware of the thoughts as the soul incarnate so much power comes in so much power another reason why we do our mind download and mindset work the journaling aspect of it is to cultivate the watcher where we release reacting to our thoughts 
this is what we spend most of our life doing, reacting to our thoughts. Our thoughts and emotions are what see a problem in our life. Sure, we don't like things and there are evil things in this world, and yet we still can choose our thoughts and feelings. Isn't this what Viktor Frankl taught us, if anyone did, in his book, Man's Search for Meaning? That book haunted me for years. I met a guy named Jude at a gun show that bit my ear on this book, and then several times before him it was mentioned to me, and several times after. When spirit knocks it is not so subtle but our mind shuts spirit out our mind closes off our divine feminine channel of creation our emotions are where we have this amazing opportunity opportunity to become the witness the power of our emotions we are heavily conditioned out of understanding our emotions tell us if what we are thinking is crap or if it is useful you know by how you feel Your feelings are indicators, and you can use them as exactly that. Feel crappy all of a sudden? Must be thinking a crappy thought. How do I want to feel? What do I need to think to feel that way? So often we are thinking thoughts like, this isn't working, or I don't want to do this, and they produce feelings of frustration and resistance. Our feelings are indicators of us leaving our heart and leaving the unconditional love of spirit. Our emotions are also our strength because when you can feel and accept any emotion that is swelling inside you, that is cascading through you, that is coming over you, then you can stand in your power, confident, sure-footed, and poised. You can take action and be in front of the crowd. You can try new things. You can take risks. You can do big things in your business to shine your light goddess work out into this world to help other humans rise within themselves. Your emotions sweep you away with them or you are reacting to a feeling or you can be the witness to them. We are in the emotions, which is why we want to learn emotional mastery, which is identifying the emotion. Second, feeling the emotion, accepting that you are having it and feeling it. Third, you want to be able to release the emotion and let it go. This is emotional mastery. This is a meta skill. And when you can feel any emotion and identify any emotion, you are gaining emotional mastery. The beauty about feeling any emotion is that you witness yourself through it. You accept you for what is happening within you at any given moment. This is a way we love ourselves. So many people are always wondering, like, how do I love myself? How do I love myself more? How do I how do I actually love myself more? And it is a way that we self-connect and grow deeper intimacy with ourselves. We are not pushing a part of us away and saying no to that part of ourselves. And often there's so much of ourself to retrieve in our emotions. The part of us that was pushed away long ago, the parts of ourselves that were never seen or heard in childhood or that were abandoned or neglected. We retrieve our self-worth and our affection for who we are in this life. We get this personality for this life only, and then back to soul, see what happens next life. <laughs> you know, I don't really want to come back here personally. I'm so good. But, you know, we get this personality for this one life, and we grow our self-love. We grow our affection for who we are. We fall in love with ourselves like you would fall in love with someone else just thinking that you're so amazing and cute and wonderful and 
and and adorable and interesting and funny and amusing. You know, these are the parts of ourselves that we want to retrieve by feeling our emotions. You know, and as far as coming into this life, you know, I I I don't want to come back. I'm good, but <laughs> I I burst into spontaneous tears in a meditation in a tent in Ocala, Florida once because the meditation had taken me to a place where I knew without really knowing like who I was, like soul, and that the personality part of me knew what I'd been through and the road ahead and did not want to ever ever come back here. <laughs> It was a really interesting experience, and it took a lot of healing and coaching to be where I am today, and a lot of feeling all of my emotions, abandonment that I had dealt with psychologically, intellectualized, and and psychologically processed years ago. Years later, I had to actually feel and release that abandonment and feel that emotion because it was never felt at the time. And so this is why it's so important to feel our emotions. And when we can allow all the parts of ourselves where we retrieve what was broken and scared off and sublimated or abandoned within us, most of the time it is our true self, the beauty of who we are, where we stuffed it down to fit in conform to some group even if it was the alternative group we were conforming nevertheless and we didn't let our authentic soul shine through we were ill-equipped in a parched forest on dry land our roots buried in the quicksand of thoughts and feelings we never learned to gain witness compassion to and so we we retrieve our true self when we can feel our emotions and become so incredibly practiced at feeling and feeling and releasing and releasing emotions. Our emotions also propel our action. And so we can use emotional alchemy to generate emotions purposefully to drive powerful actions in our lives. You want to be motivated or dogged or inspired or passionate. You can create those emotions and take massive penetrative action. Use your emotional plane to generate and create the emotions that you desire to feel. Not just letting them come in, whatever shows up, you know, this moment today. You can generate emotions on purpose and feel how you want to feel on purpose. You can play around with this and have a lot of fun feeling intentionally, feeling exalted emotions that you want to feel on purpose. Emotional alchemy is also taking a negative emotion and turning it into a positive action. You have a sales call where someone didn't buy your course, then you create that amount of value in your content and social media posts or services from your interaction from that from that experience, from all the ideas you got, from what they didn't understand or what you didn't understand or what you learned or what you could have done better. You turn that all into value in your business. You use the negative emotions to fuel positive actions instead of letting inertia set in into your very bones where your whole body becomes as heavy as mud. You will master this when you join us for Light Goddess Activation starting on October 26th. You can get into a sacred call with me at lifecoachstreet.com to join us. You will shift your money and your mind and be a new you, a joyful you that lives in her divine feminine truth if you join us. So emotions have intensity, frequency, and gravity. And emotional alchemy is becoming the witness. First, you want to feel and release emotions. Have your emotional vocabulary because if you can't name the phantom inside you, it will haunt you and impel actions you don't prefer or the lack of any action at all. 
which is not exactly conducive to creating creations and connections, which is how you allow wealth to become who you are because you embody the wealth of creation and connection. When you become the witness to your emotions, you stop engaging with your emotions and you start noticing them. You witness them like you'd witness a three-year-old crying and kicking on the floor. You notice the emotions like you would notice someone feeling forlorn from someone passing. You notice your emotions. You see them inside yourself. You don't go into the cloud, into the phantom. This is a practice. This is a lifestyle. This is one of the most important And powerful things you can do for yourself is to become the witness to your emotions rather than being drawn into the spell of them. When you begin doing this, what you do is decrease the intensity of your negative emotions so that they don't feel so powerful to you and so challenging, so difficult, wading like mud through your days. When you witness your emotions, you decrease the frequency of negative emotions. They don't arise as often. You begin to notice the thoughts that go with these um, the, those emotions with much greater ease and ballet precision grace, choosing the thought or watching the thought be there unidentified with it, not shooting pistols with it. You're done with the gunfights with your thoughts because you witness the emotion, notice the thought, and simply need not engage. You are not mistaking your thoughts and emotions for who you are. Who are you? Who are you? You are soul. You are soul. You are, you are not this personality. The personality is the body, the thoughts, and the emotions. Just remember, the body has the physical plane, the emotions, there's an emotional plane, and the thoughts has an etheric plane. And, and you are soul. And you are the one witnessing. You are the one watching. You are the one aware. Our emotions belong to an emotional plane. And like I was just saying, we have this physical plane that you are all too familiar with and steeped in these physical objects, this body, all this interface, this hologram. Most people think it is reality, disregarding what animates reality, the unseen, the all, spirit, consciousness, bliss. So you understand the physical plane, this 3D so-called reality video game interface We also have an emotional plane and a thought or etheric plane, as I was saying. They exist beyond and also through and within ourselves. So we don't have to engage it. This is not easy. This is more like a PhD mindset work or many people enter through the door of meditation. Witnessing your thoughts and emotions also decreases their gravity. The pull they have of you to make entreaty to tango and tap dance to their broken song and melodious melodrama. The gravity becomes less and less until you are floating to the atmosphere high on cumulus fluff and awareness, consciousness. The more that you can witness your thoughts throughout your day instead of being pulled into them, the more you release the gravity they have upon you, pulling you into them. That lessens. Isn't that amazing When you witness your emotions, they lessen in their intensity. They don't feel as powerful and heavy and doldrums, dark, foresty. All of your negative emotions decrease in wet, snow-like weight upon your worrying mind. Decrease frequency that the negative emotions show up. Less often will you experience the negative emotions when you practice witnessing instead of being in it. 
astrologically, we have nine more days of extra dance space with our emotions until we hit Scorpio season. You get to tell your emotions, this is your dance space, this is my dance space. You get to let the disco tiled floor inside of you light up with all the colors of emotions, witnessing it all as if you were a passenger on a slow train on a snowy mountain. Let your emotions light up inside you like colorful orbs reflecting off the snowy mountainside. Just let your awareness be aware. New rules of engagement. We don't engage. We don't care. We don't have an opinion of it. We don't care. We just, we're just there, aware, witnessing. Okay, so what if you are asking, what about feeling emotions? You said you got to feel your emotions. This is true also. This is, this and that is definitely true. When we don't know our inner seascape and we are eating disappointment and repressing anger and parched for tears, we have sublimated our experience in our life. We have pushed away whole parts of our beingness, of our existence, being in a physical plane. Most of what exists is not on a physical plane. And souls are so excited about getting to come to this physical plane to what? To experience emotions, to experience the pleasures and delights and the haunts of this physical plane. So we shut down all of that when we don't know how to name our emotions, let alone feel them and allow their presence. So feeling your emotions is a type of witnessing because you are accepting their existence within without pushing them away, resisting them, avoiding them, ignoring them. Feeling is a type of allowance that is kin to witnessing. However, with feeling, you are really understanding what sensations the emotions create in your body. You are often in that experience of it. You often want to do something about it, and then you practice releasing, and so you're engaging with it. This is important, powerful work for emotional mastery, but it is a distinction from witnessing where you don't engage the emotion or release. You won't be able to witness emotion if you have not learned your emotional moonscape, spent time there, understood what those sensations mean. They will be too powerful and drag you in that gravity, that frequency, that intensity. And so we can't really witness and become really practice that witnessing until we really understand our emotions and have done the emotional mastery work. And when we have a lot of repressed emotions or numbness, we're fragmented in some ways that limit the scope of our consciousness. It limits our compassion and our humility as well. Our understanding of this human condition thing, others and ourselves, it really relies upon emotional mastery. When you can name it, you can let it go. When it is nebulous, it draws you in further. So when we master the skill of naming, feeling, and releasing emotions, we take the mystery, the mist of the emotion out of it and bring it into clarity that we can dispel with our breath and attention and allowance. Mist is the root of the word mystery. We don't want our emotions to be a mystery to us. Mystery feeds curiosity. This is the opposite of non-attached witnessing. Seeing, allowing, being, but not attached to the emotion. So when you can feel and release emotion, you are also decreasing the emotion's power over you and claiming greater emotional freedom and strength. And so you are primed to witness all of them more effortlessly. Witnessing your emotions is allowing them just like feeling emotions, but you don't need to release them or do anything with them. You are simply in a state of awareness that they are there. 
You can do this throughout your day as a walking meditation. It is absolutely game-changing, powerful work. Emotions are our experience of life. And when we witness emotions, we are moving our experience of life into consciousness. We are allowing our soul to show up more fully embodied within us on the physical plane and our experience to be more of the bliss that is the truth of our soul. Our soul is peace, love, and joy. And when we can let more of our soul come through, we live more frequently in those exalted emotions that make life so magical. When we can combine our creation with exalted emotion, now we are walking enchantment. I am sending you so much love. If you want to join us for the free five-day masterclass, Wild Feminine Financial Healing, go to lifecoachjude.com and click the button at the top of the page. It is um, super fun. Women are having a lot of shifts and powerful transformation from this masterclass. I am sending you lots of love, and I'll talk to you next episode. Hey, goddesses. This has been the Light Goddess Podcast. I am your host, Jude Hotep, the goddess coach. And if you would like to apply for the Light Goddess program that is all over at lifecoachjude.com, click the button, and we will talk. If you'd like a free guide on how to connect to your sacred feminine and make more money, that is over at lifecoachjude.com.